And hello, everybody, and welcome to your favorite, newest, favorite podcast, MMR Talks here at Mass Music Radio. I am your host and contributor, Antonio Wakawali, joined by Shlomo Bo. What's up, Shlomo? Hey, Antonio. How's it going? I am Shlomo Bo, the founder, producer, creative director here at Mass Music Radio. We are in the studio with two of the most electric people I've had the pleasure to ever work with. Absolutely. And we I get got, to work uh, with them now. Yeah, we got a... Uh, what a privilege. Jimmy Versace in the cut. Jimmy, how you doing? Uh, I'm doing absolutely amazing. Welcome uh, back. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm feeling blessed as hell to be here uh, with, with some of my, my bestest friends in the world. And um, thank you. I'm, I'm James Askins. I'm the content king. Uh, I am a contributor to Steel and Naz Sports Radio Podcast, produced by Mass Music Radio. I'm a Mass Music Radio employee. And I'm all around a sweetheart for and, any for any ladies listening out there. And who's making their uh, MMR talk debut? Who who are you, good sir? I am Magic Mike. Welcome, Magic Mike's happy to be here. I'm I'm glad, very appreciative to get on this. I I, I like the idea of the show. And I've been wanting to work with you for months ever since I heard about wow. you. I'm all like, I gotta Damn. get, I gotta, I gotta work with him only because. <laughs> And you too, James. I've known you for many years. Well, we, we were in the last MMR talks, and but uh, with Magic, though, this is this the dynamic is, is the different. meeting of the minds between two different sectors of life. Which I, again, I've, I've had the pleasure of knowing both of you for a while, and Shlomo too, obviously for I think fifteen plus years. Sheesh. Um, it's uh, this is electric electric factory in, in yeah. The, you, you're going to see a new you know most people on. That listen to, that know Magic Mike from Stealing Naz, they know that that's somewhat my forte. I do some wild shit on there and I let it rip and everything like that. But you'll see some. You're gonna get to know me a little more today. So yeah, you're more than welcome to you. bring that over here as well. <laughs> oh yeah, it's coming. It's, we have it's a we part have, of the package. We have fun you. over here. So good, good. Um, I just want to ask, uh, what's up? How's everybody doing since uh, last time we we're all together? Anybody? I know some of us just uh, came in the door. So, oh, man. Um, yeah. what have you guys been up to? Fresh off vacation, yeah, Jimmy. Well, uh, obviously, I've been keeping busy with these uh, virtual Twitter football league, Road Dogs Football League. I also just got back from the uh, Cape Cod vacation with my friend Magic Mike here and uh, Anton, who we've had a, a absolute great weekend. But my face right now is burnt to a crisp. And it's falling off as we speak. You're glowing but, right now, bro. Yeah, I appreciate it. I mean, the tan is the tan is. I love being tan. That's the thing. I'm I'm a I'm a slut for the sun. I really am. Yeah. But no, same time, I'm, I'm I can get down with that. I'm feeling it right now. I'm <laughs> feeling it. But I'm also feeling good and blessed to be here. Hey. So I think if I'm not mistaken, the previous episode Shlomo then is different from Shlomo now because Shlomo's got a boy now. I know. I'm a father. I'm a father, baby. I uh. What was it last weekend? I picked up a little uh, fur ball named Scooby, went all the way out to Ohio, and uh, yeah, it was quite the journey, man. It was quite the journey. But what part uh, of Ohio was Scooby in? He was from the countryside, a little place called Galleon. Galleon. And uh, we drove to Amherst first, saw my brother, saw his dog Groot, and then uh, we slid out to Buffalo on Friday night. Stayed the night, woke up early, slid out to Buffalo or slid out to Ohio. Took about four and a half hours. Picked him up. Went back to Buffalo, and then uh, in the morning, you know, we stayed the night. In the morning, we drove back to Amherst. My brother gave me a crate, a few, you know, a few dog essentials because he he got a puppy. Uh, I think it was in January, February, right before the Corona, and uh, so we had you know some supplies for me. So it's been good, man. I just gave him his first bath today, man. It was yeah. it was epic, and he's getting a little snippy now from what I've been oh, hearing. Oh man, my fucking fingers are bleeding. 
But uh, no, nah, he's been he's been a good boy all around. I miss I'm, him. I'm looking forward because because you know Scooby is so beautiful, all that, and you're such a nice guy yourself. I've had the pleasure of knowing you for, again for 15 plus years. You're gonna have to put your foot down to be an asshole to this dog and let him know who's boss <laughs> exactly and, and, and discipline him to so he stops biting and he and he stops acting up. Well, get this: the best thing that could have ever happened is uh, is Chris is my roommate, and Chris has had over. 10 plus dogs in his life oh wow and so he's been good he taught him how to sit the other day showing me how to wow. how to train him yeah it's it's been working out great he learned how DJ to do Chris paw Cross? yesterday DJ yeah Chris is a dog trainer too this wow. morning get this this morning we woke up he wakes up at seven o'clock on the dot i bring him outside we come back in and uh put him back in his cage we usually snooze for like another hour and then i go to work and uh he sat down i was like scooby sit he sits little treat scooby paw he gives me his little paw and i was just so happy i was so proud I was like, let's go that's fast. Yeah. I'm still trying to get Bubba to work on paw. I think it, I can get him. Bubba's my dog. I can get him to sit, lie down, and stand for a little bit. Mm-hmm. But paw's too like much. 10? He just turned a year um, okay. a couple oh. weeks ago. I thought Bubba was older. No. <laughs> no, I took him to one of the pet stores. I put a little little hat on him for attention, mainly for me. Mm-hmm. But everyone was like like gravitating to him. Not so much anymore because they loved him when he was a puppy because Sharpay are cute when they're puppies, but uh, not so much now. That's not my opinion, but unfortunately, the day I took him, there was a obedience training, so there was at least like eight other dogs in the store. Oh, God, and he's a bit uh protective. Is he aggressive? Yeah, he can be. And he lives with me, and he's like running, but it's like really smooth floor, so he's kind of like cartoon running. Oh yeah, so just like yeah, Scooby's got the the puppy paws, so it's like they're soft, and like he slips around. He literally can barely stand up. It's mad cute. Mm. But yeah, that's he that's the new uh, that's anyone the new vibes. Anyone who hasn't seen Scooby yet, yeah, get you, hip to Scooby. You can, you can follow him on around. IG, Scoobito. With a right. There we go. Yeah, give him a, definitely plug his. Oh ID. yeah, you'll never you won't be disappointed. Uh, anything that happened in the the news? Anybody? I, it's I know it's hard to watch now. We still got the Rona going strong. I just saw that. Uh, turns out we're not doing so good after all over here. We're. Uh, <laughs> There's been some course, not some course corrections. Yeah, we've we've been ticking up. I just read this morning Ooh. we've been ticking up. Hey, yikes! So put your masks on. Like I'm about to put my mask on. I didn't right see now. many. I didn't see many masks at the beach today. Yeah, you, Jimmy. Hey, you two need to put some hand sanitizer. Here's my, here's my thing. <laughs> I got my it's, mask right here. It's the summer. All right, it's the summer. I again, I am absolutely going to take any precautions I can. But the thing is, I'm going to live my life. I just turned 24 the other day. And happy belated birthday. Thank you, Antonio. I appreciate yes, that. Um, and the thing is, what I'm trying to get at, and, and without being too insensitive about the whole issue, because again, we have to take precautions, we have to be careful. I'm not going to stop living my life. I'm not going to be locked in my house all summer. I'm going to have fun, and I had a great time this weekend. And again, I, uh, I mentioned it on the way here. I completely forgot that coronavirus even existed this weekend. Yeah. So, yeah. I do. Yeah, we got to wear people, our masks. A lot of people are if, moving it, like that. if we're ticking up here, you got to wear the masks. Cause otherwise, we're going to go the way of Florida. You know, we all saw what they were doing. Oh, they were sending it. They were acting like, yeah, like crazy people, letting it rip to the fullest. And the sad thing is, Rona has just taken more people from us. They just took Wilford Brimley a couple nights ago. Who I didn't Wilford even know who Brimley. that was. Yeah, that the guy with diabetes. Yeah, he just died. <laughs> well, actually, I'm not entirely sure if coronavirus killed him, but he died in the time of coronavirus. So we just have to assume. But coronavirus took. Uh, for fans of my other show, remember one of the 2010s, the episode Shloma was on, on the first episode, they took Herman Cain, Shucky Ducky. Oh, wow. Aw, Shucky Ducky. If you don't remember Herman Cain, he him. ran for president back in 2012. Absurd. It was absolutely absurd. 
But that's awful. You know, nobody deserves yeah. to go out like that. Yeah, I think the 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 not the wisdom. What the, everyone's been saying is he must have caught COVID during the Trump rally in Tulsa. Oh, really? That's what everyone's saying. But like his family's saying that he, you know, he travels a lot. Mm-hmm. I remember that. I remember looking at that rally. No one was wearing masks. Like there was I, a lot of controversy on that rally. Yes. Yeah. Um. I that place was the place is huge, and a lot of it was um empty because some kids they they would say on TikTok would say that oh we're totally going to go to the rally and they wouldn't show up and now we're in this hubbub cuz Trump got scammed and now he wants to potentially get rid of TikTok <laughs> and uh what do you mean he got scammed did i miss something no he just got a they- uh, well here's the thing i actually got a text from a friend who was like hey sign up for this rally like it's like a RSVP thing uh the the Tulsa one and basically you RSVP and obviously like i'm not going to Oklahoma and mm-hmm. so the people were doing that, and that's why, like, the, the arena was, like, em- almost not empty, but, like, it said it was sold out, and there was a lot of people not there. So yeah, he, so they scammed them. Yeah, so what happened was they were supposed to fill out the rally, and there were so many alleged attendants that they had an overflow room. Not a room, but, like, in the parking lot, they had an overflow area. And he, he got embarrassed, and that's why he's fighting with TikTok. So the president oh, so got scammed. kind of, like, pro- like made the scam go more viral mm-hmm. to, that that's what he's saying and that's why he's been going it. off wow, on it that's the, okay that's why tiktok's gone then speaking of scams <laughs> <laughs> can we can we talk about tiktok first yeah second? what are those people gonna do now oh uh, we'll find a new one yeah there's yeah. a there's always a new one i i still Bring think back vine. i, feel oh, I know bad. i always I think about vine them, though because a lot of people like kind of like got some probably confidence and some good things out of doing TikTok. I think it's a piece of shit app and everything. I never, I've never been for anything, it either. Jay Nash like, told me to get Scooby on TikTok, but I'm, yeah. I'm hesitant because I, mean, I got to the point where it's like, uh, you know, allow them to access yeah. this, that, the other. I remember reading yeah. something like they'll steal all your data or something like. So well, I, got, I thought I got that's sketched. why he got rid of it because it's from sketched. China. From oh, China. Oh God, you fucking killed that! <laughs> I thought he was here for a second. <laughs> got the chills. <laughs> Donald's here. Mr. Trump. <laughs> oh, but um. Yeah, we're talking about scams today. Yeah, perfect segue. Speaking of Trump. Yeah. <laughs> scammer. The South Shore scammer. I thought, thought of James was going to say. So, yeah, we're talking about scams today. I've really been, I've, I've told Shlomo this, I've wanted to do this, but then I've had this, uh, I don't think this is going to work. But now I'm like totally committed. I, I think this is something that we should be talking about because you know what? If This is totally anecdotally speaking. I think in the time that we're in right now where a lot of people are desperate and a lot of people are home, I think there's a rise in scams. Mm. Now, there's no science to back that up, but I, de- I can definitely see that. So I want to ask everyone in the room, have, has anyone here ever been, the words been, scammed before? I've been I have. scammed. I've been yeah. scammed. What happened? So I was in, I think I was a freshman in college, and uh, it was winter break, I believe. No, it was uh, like Thanksgiving time. No, scratch that. Right before I went to college in August, I was working at the car dealership down the street, and uh, one of the salesmen in the internet department uh, had this hookup. Wait, I don't know if you guys remember Charlie Coyle nice. from uh, yeah, Bruins. Charlie Coyle was from somewhere in Boston. I think Dorchester. Dorchester, yeah. yeah. And apparently, wait, Charlie this- Coyle's from Weymouth. Oh, that's it. You, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you didn't know that. He's a big Weymouth All right, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's from around here. Appa- apparently, this sales- no, 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 Weymouth. For Weymouth's own. So apparently this, this guy at my job, with his mother or something, had babysit him. So he was tied, close tied to the family. And uh, he said that he had tickets to the Winter Classic, which, as you guys know, is the game they play. They were going to play it at Fenway Park. I think it was actually going to be at Gillette. It was, it was an outdoor game, January 1st. 
uh, he said he had the tickets. There was going to be a party bus. You were going to get like this uh, this brunch with like the players and the families and I stuff don't like, like that. This is added. So, <laughs> yeah, so sounds great, right? Sounds oh, great. Yeah, sounds and, awesome. And uh, it was like I think it was three fifty for a ticket. Mind you, they had went last year, and uh, like it, there, there legitimately was tickets, right? And he showed me pictures of last year, and there was already like six or seven people at my job who had also bought tickets from him. So I'm like, all right, this seems like somewhat of a safe bet. And so, you know, I paid him, and then I go to school in September, and then all throughout the fall, I start texting him, yo, what's the word? He send me like updates, like, yo, here and there, and then I stopped really hearing from him. And then, uh, you know, it got closer and closer. Mind you, I was thinking about going to Israel over the winter break, and I didn't. I was like, oh, I got this game. Like, I can't miss the Winter Classic. And I had bought two tickets. I bought one for myself, and I bought one for my brother Brian. So I'm like, word. So I spent $700. And uh, long story short, right around the date of the game, uh, I come home for winter break. Turns out he got fired. He had this drug problem, blew all the money, and then sold. Actually, legitimately had the tickets, sold them, made more money, whatever got arrested and then there was this case you know a civil case and uh i had to go to court with like pretty much everybody that got scammed class and action. uh long story short i got to speak my piece in front of like the magistrate and the whole everybody there i basically just rashed him in front of everyone Did you get your money back, <laughs> no they said no. he went to jail for like uh i think it was like you know a couple months or whatever and then he was on he was supposed to get restitution it's been you know four years now mm-hmm. so you know, lesson learned. When something seems too good to be true, chances are it usually is. Well, that one sucks because, like you just said, he had the, he did have the tickets, yeah, but yeah. then he decided to go. He was like, "I want more money. Yeah, I can just fuck everyone out of these." Now, I, I got you beat when I was a uh, when I was a little boy, walking home from from elementary school from Cliffy. Mm-hmm. I found <laughs> I found a dollar in the street. Uh oh, counterfeit money's coming Poop here. Dollar. Was, it, was, and, it, was there a piece of poop wrapped in the dollar? No, it was like oh. just, just like dirt. <laughs> the scam of all And scams. for some reason, like a like a like a child who thought he lived in a cartoon, I took the dollar up and I exclaimed in the air, "I found a dollar!" And then this like fourth grader, he's like, "Yeah, that's my dollar." <laughs> that's your scam. And and I go, "That's not your dollar." He's like, "Yeah, I told the office that I lost it. That's mine." I go, "Oh, okay." <laughs> and I and you him, gave it back to him. And I gave it back to him. Damn, you got tri- that's a trick. That ain't a scam, bro. I lost seven hundred dollars. That's not a bad. If that's the worst scam <laughs> yeah. you've ever been a part of, you're doing pretty good. Yeah. I, I have I have another one, but it's more about <laughs> down damn. the line. Any 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 scamage down there? I mean, I, we're gonna get more into MLMs. I don't even. We'll get into that when we. Nothing's come ever happened it. happened to you. I've seen so it's one time. These people called like my grandparents and said my brother was in trouble and that they needed to like send money to them and stuff like that. They were like, I, I don't remember the, it was more to him, so I didn't get, have yeah. every detail, but apparently they, uh, they do that a lot to older people. Do they know your yeah. family? Or they, they just they said get, your grandson's you know, get, in trouble? People get your number. Yeah, they get oh. that little bit of information from like Facebook and they kind of piece like, all right. Damn. His name's this name, and then yeah. these are his Facebook friends that are relatives and family. Wow. They do their the research. Older people, they do their research, and then they're like, he's down in, he was in Florida at the time, and they're like, this has happened to him. You have to send this money, like, immediately, or he's in big trouble. And they did that to, like, I think three of my grandparents separately, and then, they, you know, one of, uh, my grandmother was like, uh, sent, sent them the money. Oh, wow. Yeah. Is it a lot of money? 
that's a good, we'll say a thousand. I, yeah, I don't know. Still less. But it's too much. We'll just say too much. That's a scam People that I've heard so goes fucking, around. Oh. You know, they do that. And that's actually really good about what we're going to talk about. Like, what are the qualities that make a scam convincing or believable? Because what you were talking about, uh, Mike, is um, someone you know that you love and trust is in need of your help. Yeah. So that kind of makes it sort of a desperation. And, Bo, what you said um, with the guy who tried to sell the tickets, he had like a backstory of, oh, I've been to it before, and he has that, and he actually did have the tickets. So you kind of had that sense of trust in him because you knew him. My biggest thing, too, is that there was multiple people involved. So like, yeah. I was sketched. I was very sketched. And he was like, oh, like, and mind you, the people that were telling me that were like my buddies who would all be like, yo, you got to come. You got to come. Like, all right, let's do it. You so know? We all got scammed together. At least. Yeah. Oh, then- that's nice. Hockey, that helps. Hockey's your favorite sport too. Oh yeah, that would have been the greatest thing ever. But you get scammed yeah, together though, it, it is better, I think, than like the individual scamming. If we all go down, it's yeah. like, oh, that guy fucked us. <laughs> but I think makes a scam like believable is really is just kind of the idea that you were going to like benefit from something like something that costs you so little and the reward is just so. Like I wouldn't. I'm trying to think of the word. It like overshadows what little cost it was to, you know, get that reward because mm-hmm. like something like it'll cost like even like say like a guy who's like not homeless but he's got like the sign just like help me feed my family and you give him like five bucks you feel like oh wow I did something good I'm gonna help like him and his family so is there any other things that help a scam just kind of believable like because some scams are just like too obvious now like you know, like who who falls for the Nigerian prince anymore. <laughs> So I, I, Scott. I, yeah. <laughs> I have one, and again, I'm going to tell the story right now, and you guys can decide whether it was a scam or maybe I committed a crime. <laughs> oh, my God. Here's the thing. Redacted. <laughs> Where is, 20, I'm 20, interested where 2016, this is going. 2016. Uh, wonderful year. I went to spring break in Cancun with two other friends, and um, obviously the intent of the trip was to get very drunk and have a great time and that's what we did on the first night we were there first night we were there went to all the clubs la coco bongo all the fucking all the all the hot places to go while you're in cancun the, the strip and getting lively again it's our first night there so uh leaving the club that we were at at like four in the morning or so uh i am a six one pudgy white guy bright white too because again I, it's my first night there i have not gotten a cancun tan yet i am very you can tell i don't belong here we're leaving the club at like four in the morning and uh again so here's the thing with the, with the story i was inebriated i was drunk but i remember it pretty vividly and as we're leaving this club and we're looking for a cab to go back to the hotel um i am approached by a big-breasted, and let me tell you, say, oh, let me, let me, let me let you know right now. When I say big-breasted, big, double D, breasted, Mexican woman, and again, I am very drunk. But the thing is, from what I remember and my point of view, and this is my point of view from now on for the story, is she immediately started to hit on me. I was very interested. Big boobs, Mexican. Like, how how is this possible? We're aware now. We just left the club ha- after having a great night dancing, having a, having the time of our lives, and we're leaving. The, we're, we're leaving now. We've given up on any hope of bringing whatever girls we had in the club to bring back to the hotel. Whatever. 
It's okay. Uh, it's a long week, right? A long week, right? No. Um, so the, uh, the next thing I know, a big-breasted Mexican woman is in my face. She is flirting with me, and it's going good. Um, push come the shove. We start making out. <laughs> we start really getting into it. Um, I remember hearing my friend Chris Rogorogowski. He was there cheering me on. Same thing with While you're making out? Yeah, we're making out, we're <laughs> making, we're making out hard. We're making out Middle hard. Middle of the street. <laughs> Ole! Ole. And Connor Julian, too. Again, like they were just like, yeah, James, you're, you're the man. I felt the man. So, again, I'm not the type. You felt a man. Yeah. I felt like the man. I felt like the man. And, again, I'm not the type to, when I do get very drunk, to, you know, be aggressive with women or, or you know, do something as vulgar as running up to a woman and start making out with her. It's not my cup of tea. That's never been. Again, I was very drunk. But in my in my memory... She came up to me, approached me, right, and started to make make out with me, and this is great because again, she's beautiful. So what happened? I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, Where the hell's I'm, the scam I'm, here? <laughs> you just told us a makeup story. Can you guys, I, I, can you guys be patient? <laughs> I know you guys are. Um, the build up twenty is, minutes. No, the build it up is so it hasn't been, and you guys are millennials and you're impatient. So again, <laughs> or, and I'm trying to make sure you guys don't think I'm I'm a, I sexually assaulted a woman. I haven't gotten so, that vibe. So <laughs> she she approaches to me. We're making out. It's going great. Um, Let me but, guess. But, but how, how big were her breasts, though? <laughs> triple D's. Okay. And we are making out, but then I'm like, we got to go back to the hotel. So I start walking over after making out with this big-breasted Mexican woman to, to, to find Chris and Connor to go to the hotel. I take about maybe four steps, right? And all I see is this man. He goes... You made out with my wife. Uh-oh. You, you, Uh-oh. You, you, you think you can make out with my wife? How dare you? Like, uh, cussing me out, saying that the, the big-breasted Mexican woman is his wife. his wife? Yeah. Uh-oh. Was he saying uh, this in English? Yes. Very and, interesting. And it, Well, yeah, here we go. And so I'm like, get the fuck out of here, man. Again, like, she came out to me. Like, I don't mean to cause harm. I'm, I'm, I'm very a peaceful person. I'm not a person to even get super drunk and to just make – put my lips on someone. You know, it's – so again, but here we go. And um, thing is, why I, I think I got scammed was after this man confronted me, I take another four steps to go over to the the cab we're gonna get in. Instead of getting into the cab, I get tackled by four Mexican police officers. Damn. I get wrestled to the ground. I get put in cuffs. I get put in the back of a cop car. Shit. I am very drunk. I'm very confused. I'm asking. What the? F- what the? What did I do? What did I do? To, like, what's going? On? What's going on? My name is James Askins. I'm an American, and right. I am in trouble. <laughs> I I am begging and pleading to explain and what's going on. What's what's going on? Um, and it's very confusing because I really felt like I did not do anything wrong. That's, but um, what happened was basically, I get put in the back of the cop car. I'm being told I'm being arrested for making out with someone's wife. All this stuff. That's illegal in Mexico. I, I, I think because I think they're all Catholics down there. I don't oh. know if it's illegal to make it, boy, or no, that's a, did they take money from you or anything? And then again, I'm going. All for all I know is I'm going straight to a Mexican jail on my first night in Cancun in spring break. This is the first night. My first night oh. again, and I stuck. Oh. And then again, I I, 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 I emphasize and build it up to it as the first night because again, I'm pale white leaving this club. I I don't have a Cancun tan yet, right? Like I, like I do now with my so cape. You're cotton. straight up gringo out I there. I am a gringo lingo. And the thing is, right now, um, I'm in the back of the cop car, 
And I'm gonna be I'm gonna level with you guys. I'm crying. I'm fucking scared. I've been crying. I'm scared too. Are you kidding me? I can't. I can't. I make, cry for fun. I couldn't, I couldn't make. I couldn't make it into go. a. I couldn't make it in a in a in a in American prison, let alone a Mexican prison. I'm oh, way too gorgeous. Toast. I'm way too gorgeous. <laughs> so I'm crying. I don't know what's going on. But next thing I know, two hundred and twenty-five dollars later, I'm let go, and yeah. I get to go back to the ah, hotel. That's a scam. That's one hundred percent. So, so I, the I think. So again, I wasn't prepared coming on this podcast, but when I think of scams. The fact that w- that story and you think you were targeted. I think I was scammed 100%. by the big-breasted woman, her quote-unquote husband, and the three cops that were outside that club in was Mexico. Was it a cop car that they got to? One morning, yeah. Everything seemed legit. Or was it like just a car? It was a cop car. Yeah. Damn. I mean, you could, yeah. I, those, I think, probably, I think the they were Mexican, probably all in cahoots. The those Mexicans very well could be. Can I ask you? Did you pay in USD or Mexico Mexican pesos? Very important. Mm, American money. Oh, they made off like bandits. Mm-hmm. They made off like bandits. How much did you pay? Like over 300 bucks? $225. I had to give What's up. What's the conversion rate on that? Hey, Siren. <laughs> so, I, again, sorry. Long Side story. note, James. Do you remember where you were in Mexico? Were you in Guanajuato? They're in Cancun. Because I'm looking up this site right now. It says, uh, despite being the city which is home to the famed Carayon del Beso, the kissing alley, there was a law in 2009 passed that prohibited kissing in public for a few days because it's a very conservative uh, area. Yeah, those motherfuckers hustled and scammed <laughs> the fuck out of me because, again, I really woke up the next morning like, did I just run up to this big-breasted Mexican woman and was like, come here, baby, and grabbed her and made out there? Again, I am... I'm eccentric, but I'm not. The fact that, like, yeah, give us two fifty, and you're <laughs> good to go. I saw you spit a game at the beach today. You're, you wouldn't do that. The yeah. fact that they were like, "Yo, two fifty, you're good to go." Sketchy, right? That's a hundred percent. And the thing was, like, they're when, very corrupt. Down when there, you too. said the gen- the gentleman who the associate said, "Hey, you're kissing my wife," and he was speaking in plain English, that's very suspicious. I got scammed, and then uh, that's the, that's when when I was invited to to join this thing. I'm like, I, I haven't really been scammed like that, to my that's knowledge, a good but. One. That really and it, it set me back for the whole week because again that was my first night in Cancun. Oh my break. I know breakfast must have been awkward. <laughs> oh no! I that car ride back uh, after crying in front of everyone was. Yeah, but did they take the money and then drop you back off to your friends? Uh, they just let me go, and then and I got in the, I got in the cab oh, with my yeah. friends because my friends, thank God, shout out, shout out to Chris and Connor for sticking the entire time trying to fight the fight the power to to, <laughs> to free to free James. But wow. um, it was it was an absolute suspicious. We didn't go back to that area again. <laughs> I don't. I don't blame I, you, man. Damn. I would rule but your story about the whole kissing thing. That makes a lot more sense. I would. Agree. I would rule that that's a scam because local tourists don't know the local laws. And I like. I think there's like a place where it's illegal to have like ice cream in your pocket, something like that. In your pocket? Yeah, like what? ice cream cone in your pocket. Well, that's the, stupid. I don't know. I don't know where this is. I know. In, so something as like light as um, kissing in public. That's a law. Maybe you don't enforce it as much. But as maybe the, as the actor that probably scanned me, oh, that's my that's my wife. Like you're an American gringo looking motherfucker. You, you just made out with my wife in front of me. Um, that kind of that makes it a bit more personal. Like almost like oh okay, you do that not, a couple times a night. It's yeah. not just you guys kissing in public. It's it's you, especially American money, American dollars. Oh, yeah. Man, that was that was it's a good tough scam. moment. It's that a was good a tough scam. moment, but it's a good story. It is. I I've told it a few times. Still, yeah, I would I would rule it as a scam. I scam. think it's a very good scam. 
Mike, you think it's a scam or you think James? Yeah, no, I I know that's a scam, and I and I I've heard. I mean, they're, they're very corrupt. The police down there. I, oh, absolutely. When I lived in San Diego, they were telling us horror stories of like if you go over the border to Tijuana, they were like if you drive your car into Tijuana, the cops will pull you over, take the freaking wheels off the thing. Oh my god! They're like, get out of here! Like they they just, just for fun. They pull you over. Yeah, you don't do anything wrong. They're they, <laughs> so like that's a hundred percent. You got hustled. Now, question. Luckily, they didn't Mike, hurt you. You brought up something MLS. You. Now, what is that? MLMs? MLMs. I love MLMs. <laughs> MLS is soccer, right? Major League. M- MLS is also, uh, yeah, something related with real estate. Shout out my real estate career. Please buy real estate off me. We might as well. Hey, hey, no promos, no promos. <laughs> no, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I don't really do it. Uh, MLMs. Yeah, yes, what is multi-level that? Multi-level marketing. Yes. Also known to the common man as a pyramid scheme. Oh. I think a lot of us have very and I've been in one striking place. opinions of that. They really? tried to recruit me in one, so let's discuss. I, I'll. I'll uh, I'll talk about my MLM real first, mm-hmm. real quick first. So what happened was uh, the cable guy came and we were talking and then I told him, oh, I got out of college a couple of years ago. I'm looking for a job. He says, oh, do you, you can work for my company. And I thought it was like DirecTV. I'm like, oh, I could work for DirecTV. I could do like the billing, putting it in the mail. And he sent me the address. It was not DirecTV. It was a like it was kind of like an insurance and retirement one. plan one. And so I knew something was up. I had like my tie on and I had my, my resume all ready to go because I'm professional and I'm a, and I'm a good, good boy. And when I walk into the place of work, it's not like cubicles or a desk. It's a presentation room. I go, huh, something's not, something's not right here. M- maybe they just had like an office meeting, but I saw the office meeting happening down the hall. I go, okay, something's up. And I meet the guy who's in charge and he's telling me everything. And what he said to me was, he's just like, oh, we, we work with people to try to increase the value of their retirement savings by doing this. And our a company is an umbrella to all these other big insurance companies. I go, hmm, a company that I've never heard of is the parent and on top of the umbrella of all these other life insurance and, medic- and health insurance companies that I've heard of. This is very strange. And then I go, well, how does this, well, how, well, how do, well what, is, what would my purpose be here? So your purpose would be here to be here is to sell what we do, but also to bring people into the company. I go, and then I go, hold on a second. And I say, so do you say this company um, prioritizes recruitment over, over sales? He's like, oh yeah, absolutely. I go, God damn it. God damn it. This is a pyramid scheme. I knew it. I knew it. And I'm like, let's see how far we can go with this. So I go, and I, I had like a piece of paper and a pencil in front of me. So you're telling me how this works is say I recruit three people and I get, I recruit three people and they recruit three people under them. And I fucking did the thing from the office where I drew the pyramid. So Best it's, scene ever. and it's kind of like that. He's like, yeah, it's exactly like that. I'm like, God damn it. I've been here for 40 freaking minutes. Waste of your time. It was a total waste the- of time. I think he said, he said something else too, but I, at the time I'm like, no, this is, this is nothing to do with me. I like, I'm done here. And he says, after the meeting, so can we sign you up? I go, well, you know what? I'm still waiting to hear back from a teaching gig in Cambridge, so I'm going to have to hold off on this for a moment. And I fucking booked, classy, it, out, and I booked it out of there, and I'm all like, what a fucking waste of time. I was like pissed. Good thing I'm smart, and I knew what this was, or otherwise I would have, oh, absolutely. You me stupid? No, 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 no. I was able to, absolutely not. Um, I was able to see the trends, and I'm like, yeah, I know exactly what this is, and I don't want nothing to do with it. So... Uh, Shlomo told me that, Mike, you've been involved with an MLM, which 
was legit question mark so i want i want you to tell us on that on your experience so I'll, I'll st- the, i've heard of the type of mlm you were into and and i actually I, maybe this makes me more even more stupid because i was in one and it didn't really work for me but i actually do believe that you can make money in these things like you just have to be very fucking good and you have to be really good at recruiting people you have that, to be, you gotta be just, a schmoozer that's you have to be that's, cutthroat and like have a big influence and like people kind people you're, respect you're, you're your suggesting business. becoming a scammer yeah i felt like a scammer and i knew it can I was be lucrative is what you're yeah. saying the yeah. one that you were in was it similar to this because no, so oh. i would what's worse about mine is i was selling freaking vitamin products and like you i mean you, some most of you guys know that i smoke a lot of cigarettes and like i'm not the epitome of health i didn't know but you know what i should quit i've already known <laughs> thank god god yeah it was this it's ugly and and i wasn't the only one in this pyramid scheme mlm that smokes and it's like so we're selling health products but we're like we the rip hel- butts and do Red Bull. Yeah. So you know like, that's that's yes. that's typically the sign of a scammer, like someone who's like doing the complete this, opposite of what they're telling this. you to do. Exactly. Wow. And James, do you know how the structure of our MLMs work with the, you know how the pyramid scheme works, right? I know what a pyramid. Could I try is. and recruit him real quick live? Yeah. <laughs> Let's see your pitch, Mike. Let's see your pitch. So James, I got this meeting tonight. You're gonna. I would say. Uh, I'll pretend to be excited. I wish I could do it. Like we got a big meeting tonight at nine. My my uh, good mentor, Mr. Charles Rudaba, is going to be here. He's in town. He's from California. He makes millions. He's millionaire, big time. I trust him with my life. He's the biggest influence in my life. You have to meet him. You'd be insulting to not meet him. You're going to come to the presentation. Hopefully, if you say yes, and then you're going to walk into like a large room. There's a ton of people there with a bunch of us idiots that recruited you looking fresh as a fellow idiot accolades. yeah we all yeah. look fresh we're all suited up i tell you to wear something nice there's gonna be hot girls there too energy's gonna be high we're gonna have a good time i'm in this thing you know you trust me it's good i wouldn't lead you the wrong way mm-hmm. and then you come hopefully <laughs> and you meet mr charles and mr charles is he's really good you think i What's you think name? i could be good at this business but then you meet charles and you're like oh my god i can make a million dollars in this Charles told me I can do it. Charles is going to personally talk to me every day. He tr- he can do it. He believes in me, and I believe in Charles, so I, we're in. Does Mr. I Charles have Venmo? He, yeah, he's <laughs> got every, He's got. Yeah, you're I'm in? in. Yeah. And I'll stand by, but that's the fucked up thing is, like, Charles Rudaba, that was a real dude who was a mentor, and he was presented to me like that. Oh, wow. I was gonna he's say. one of the he like he is one of the smartest dudes I've ever met. But that's what they do. They teach you to talk this guy up like mm-hmm. he's a legitimate god. I was gonna and say, make your friends be like you can't I've miss her. Yeah, this is like insulting to miss this. Wow, but, opportunity of a lifetime. So I, that, in my opinion, it is good for some people. Like if I was really good at social media, if you're an influencer, you can kill it. You like there are people mm-hmm. that make ten grand a month because they recruit like hundreds of people, and then if I recruit you. This is where MLMs get absolutely insane, and yep. this is where you get, we'll get really into full turned discussion on. about how where a lot of the, these folks' money comes from. You, I recruit you, and let's say, let's say I'm not good at really being a social media influencer, but you have like millions of followers, and I just want you because I know that you're going to be good at this. Once you recruit all those people, I'm the top of, I'm on top of you in the oh, pyramid. Wow. So I all. Your That's money you're making off them is mine. That's, wow! Mm-hmm. And guess what, Damn. Mr. Rudaba is making money off all of us. And he's got tons of the pyramid. He's at the top. 
He's exactly. one of the top dogs. And it makes and that's a pyramid scheme. Yeah, it wow. makes sense what you say. Um, who does benefit from these uh, from MLMs? It's usually the people at the top, or a lot of people who were there first. Yeah, like a lot of the early people who have like their webs already set. And usually, because I think you talked about when well, you were selling vitamins, and eventually it got into skincare, and that's like yeah. a, that's the typical one that it, they either do like yours was a service where they yeah. promise like we'll bundle your phone and cable together and we'll save you money. I actually like that one better than running around smoking cigarettes and selling vitamins well, let me just and skincare. Say, uh, Directv had nothing that's to do with it. Yeah, yeah, they're all pretty bad, but. It's a weird model, and it can work, I guess. Yeah, mm-hmm. so what happens, James, is say uh, Mike, he works for a company that sells like vitamins and skincare, and his products aren't available in store. You can't buy them online. You can only get them through distributors. So if you want them, you can only get them through Mike. Mm-hmm. But say you like a product so much, what Mike can do is he can recruit you, and you can sell the products, and with that, you get a discount for your personal use, and not only that, you get to buy products from the company, and then you get to sell them, and you get to make that income. And now how a lot of people do make income is every sale you make goes to Mike, and whatever he makes goes up to whoever recruited him, and Mike also gets money because you buy your products from him. So he's making racks. Yeah. you got to have people under you. And if Mike Damn. recruited the three of us, and then we recruit three people... That's nine people. That's nine people. So however much we get, a chunk of it goes to Mike, and whatever Mike makes goes back up to whoever recruited boss. him, and it keeps going that way. And what happens with a lot of folks is I'm not going to say companies because we'll get sued. A lot of folks buy products and it just sits there, like they right. never get to sell it, and they they spent like maybe like ten grand to get like clothes or vitamins or beauty products. It just sits there and they don't sell it. And it gets to the point where they can't recruit anybody. They're not selling anything. So it just gets to the point where they're out of a lot of money. Is that how Willie Mays died? How Which did he, he die? Willie Mays, the Willie baseball Mays player? Here. Was the he? Ba- oh, Billy, no. Mays. Billy Mays. Billy, oh, Billy Mays. Mays. Okay. Well, no, he's an infomercial Willie guy. Mays is like he's a baseball player, bro. Billy Mays. Billy, no, Billy Mays sells infomercial shit, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he died. He overdosed on cocaine on a plane <laughs> in 2009. Because he was a infomercial in the, in the pyramid. I don't really know. I think he was just a spokesman. Uh, what the stuff that he sold, you can buy in was stores. Is this a ShamWow guy? No, ShamWow wow. guy's a different guy. I was, Jack Chop. I want ShamWow now. ShamWow. Yeah, I could have. I, I saw them at, at a store. I'm like, should I find wait, wait, get them? Wait, wait, wait. Was Billy Mays the, uh, the he flex had like a seal? Beard. No, he's a. I'm Billy Mays here. And did he do OxyClean? Yep. I got to tell you. Uh, no, I'm not going to say it, but uh, OxyClean. Uh, there's also Anthony Sullivan. I, I think they're. I think they're just spokespeople for products because you could always just buy their yeah. stuff at stores or you could just call them like on – back in the day, you could call them toll-free on the phone and you would buy the product direct from them. It brings me – it actually reminds me of something else. Uh, it's not really MLM. It's a lot of uh, fast food franchises. I remember there was a, a – uh, I'm trying to remember. There was a controversy. I forgot which one it was. There was a controversy of one of the big – fast food brands their franchisees could only buy like their lettuce and the tomatoes and the bread from headquarters and they say it was to like for quality control but a lot of people would try to get them from like other sources cheaper and shit yeah not cheaper but like 
like more like like say closer or right. they could yeah 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 they could get it for cheaper and they would get better product but some of the stuff that the corporations would send wouldn't be as good and then I go hmm is that a scam and I go no I don't think that franchises are scams because the way the franchises are you just pay the headquarter you pay the company to like a license Burger King and a Subway type yeah of to license their brand and you open a store in their name and that's how sometimes these stores are open by the company themselves and sometimes they're franchise so it could be mm. different ratio but sometimes a lot of the franchisees franchisees have a lot of like autonomy and i think the five dollar footlong came from a franchise owner like someone came up with that and it then it spread to the rest of the spread to the which rest is of not true anymore it's like 675 or something <laughs> i know that's BS. a scam yeah Bring back Subway the is a scam. Bring I know that for a fact that Burger long. King is not like that because I went to I got a Burger King out in Pennsylvania, and the buns was different, and the chicken was like that, like mm. you know, like that fake, like almost like chicken nugget from McDonald's chicken. Yeah, yeah. The one in West mixture, Quincy, yeah. real chicken, <laughs> beautiful, great buns. I'm talking nice buns. <laughs> I'm hungry now. Yeah, you're getting. But, uh, I am getting. Hungry. But no, that's what I noticed. I'm like the one out there because I got the spicy chicken sandwich, and I was. So hungry, and I was so disappointed. It was Not at this random-ass rest stop out in Ohio. Damn. So they're probably getting their ingredients from a place that isn't, like, the usual corporate yeah. provider. Like, they could get it locally. I do want to say one thing about uh, the MM- another thing about the MLM. It, mm-hmm. do- it does give you some good skills, too. It definitely made me, like, more of a salesman, mm-hmm. more outgoing. They teach you, like, because in the end, like, that big presentation I was going to take you to, it, like, the Marriott Hotel. They also start encouraging you to do those in your living rooms. What? Getting like your, your house? Yeah, yeah, it's called like a living room meeting presentation. More informal, more but intimate. Then, but instead of Charles doing it, now I'm doing it with like a more local. Probably have more IRA. success like that. Yeah, I mean it all works, but it teaches you things. And uh, another thing, I want the funniest uh, thing that pyramid schemers say when they're like, "This is a scam," or "You're in a pyramid scheme." That their best retort is. Life's a pyramid scheme. The government's a pyramid scheme. Every, the whole world's a pyramid scheme. Fair point. And unfortunately, yeah, that that is a fair point. So <laughs> I I can't sit here That's and the only yeah, totally shit on them, but I will shit on them because I didn't make money. So I'm not a good pyramid schemer. I'm not a good scammer. That's and good uh, I was able to you know get my way out of it. So yeah. and something that you brought up also that was important was the way they kind of idolize their founder. Or the way they idolize the the person in charge. Because that was a question that we skipped over. But I think when a lot of folks, they get to... Conveniently, all these founders come from humble beginnings. Mm -hmm. And they started this brand new product that no one gave them a chance on. And look at them now. They're one of the top earners in the... Kind of like the Church of Scientology. Uh, I actually walked by that this this afternoon and was like thinking, what is Scientology? Oh, I got to tell you. We might that have to do a crazy. whole. We might have to do a whole episode on that. <laughs> that like if that's did, a good episode. If it didn't cost so much, I'd be like, yeah, it Would could cost to like join it. Does it yeah, oh, yeah. It so, money? so that's Scientology. We legally, we legally cannot say that Scientology is a scam. We cannot say that. I have one quick so Scientology story. Go ahead. I. So I was in uh, California. I was uh, living out there. I went on the. I think it was either Hollywood Boulevard or. Uh, or one of the like right where the walk of fame is right yeah. there's a church over it's there. everywhere it's really and i'm with my, i'm with my girl at the time we're walking and uh we walk past the scientology building and she kind of is like looking in there's this guy like asking people oh you want to come in and have some like juice or whatever and i said something like uh i was like yo like 
come on, like this, that that's some bullshit. Like, I was like, that's some bullshit. Let's keep going. And this guy who was like a older, probably like late, late forties, early fifties, like sunglasses on, sh- you know, shorts, was carrying a basketball and like had a Gatorade. Like, he heard me say that, and then like was like following us for like two blocks. And mind you, like I I know when someone's following me, I kept peeping it. So we slowed down and we get to the uh, like the Guinness World Record store, or whatever. And it's like all these cool things on the wall. And we stop for a second. Yeah, I'm like look at pretending to look at the prices and this and that. And the whole time I'm like looking from me to James, you know, a couple of feet away. This guy also stops and he's staring at me, staring at me. So I take my sunglasses off and I stare back at him, right? In about 20 seconds, and mind you, the my shorty had no idea what was going on. She's like, oh, looking at the prices. I'm staring this dude down. And he just goes, points at himself, points at me, and then walks away. I into mean, the street. I mean, I have always kind of. Is he a Scientologist? I, I don't always know. kind of joke no about idea. Scientology, but now no I'm on the side That's of that weird. guy. I I might now <laughs> join Scientology. He's right, and you're wrong. That's all I got to say. About that. that story is electric. It was, <laughs> it was weird. It was a weird moment. Imagine witnessing weird. that or being a slow-mo in that situation. That's he just fun. wanted you to get the Thetan counseling. I don't know. I don't even know if he was affiliated. I was just like, that's weird. Very weird. Yeah. He took off his sunglasses. It was John Travolta. I don't know who he was. He was tall. But anywho, that was my story. <laughs> oh, boy. So for for folks watching, uh, this is a, I think this will be like our end of uh, MLM. So, Mike, is there anything that we can tell folks out there to watch out for certain things? If they don't want to be a part of an MLM, what I mean, can those, we point yeah, out to them? Those are the telltale signs. If someone's hitting you up in your DMs, that's a typical way. Or they're texting you and you're, they're saying, like, you got to come to this presentation. You got to meet so and so. Like I'm making this much money, you could too from your phone. Those are the telltale signs. It mm-hmm. just comes down to like, do you believe? Do you think you can do it or not? That, that's kind of how I'd pitch it. I yeah. think. Can from, you do it or not? And uh, it's not for everyone, for sure, not for everyone. I think for me, the word recruit just let off like the alarm bells in my oh, head. It sucks. It sucks and recruiting gonna, people because the week, thing- day after day. It's so annoying. Because the thing was, um, when I was at that quote-unquote interview, something came to me. I go, well, if this is like an actual job, shouldn't I be trying to sell myself to them instead of trying for them to sell themselves to me? You bring in a resume, which you went way, way over and beyond what you needed to for that. I know. like Something just like wasn't up and I – and um, read up on MLMs. They're actually very interesting and if you don't want to be part of them, watch out. So – um, I, I did a lot of research. This episode required a lot of research. I found some of these, I, th- I think it's 10, 10 iconic scams that people have fallen for. And I want to just like, you know, bring this up. So has anybody here ever heard of the black money scam? Black no. money? Black money. What was do you think it is? Yeah. So this is very interesting. So I'm surprised people fall for this. So what happens is um, people come in with money. That because it's either been deemed unusable by like the government or they don't want it. They're bringing in a lot of money from the from another country and they don't want to tax. So what they do is they completely ink it out black, completely black oh, money. Oh, I've seen that. And the money is still good when all the ink is taken off. So if you have the black money and you have the chemical compound and you put it on – it takes the ink off and it's completely reusable money. And they always say that this money is like hundreds or fifties and they sell it like pretty cheap. I remember I think on the news this one guy was trying to sell his parents' restaurant 
And then these businessmen said, oh, we have the money, but because we're from another country, we didn't want it to get taxed, so we blacked it out for you, so here's the chemicals. And when he did it all, it was like blank pieces of paper. The guy got scammed out of like hundreds of thousands of dollars. So this is a real scam, the black Shit. money scam, so watch out for that one. Are you... There's no way I could possibly fall for that. And, and, and anybody yeah, I want here, to look more into that. That's an, they give you like a solution. That. They're like, oh, yeah, like put this on there and watch it comes right off. And like they'll do it on like a real 20 and like, all right, here's a stack of fake money. Yeah, yeah. here's a stack of hundreds. Here you go. Give me 20 bucks and then yeah. you're going to have it all. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I've seen that doing like, crazy, like carnivals right? and stuff like that. Yeah. It's crazy, right? So this is something I think I'm, we might have fallen for. Shlomo was also there. So this is the Staten Island Ferry tickets. So what will happen is if you go to New York City and you want to take the famous Staten Island Ferry, it's a, you know, it's a motor transportation. Obviously, you've got to pay for tickets. So you buy tickets off of somebody. Tickets, please. And you, Who needs yeah. tickets? Exactly. Get your tickets here. Yeah, exactly. Or, or what I like is uh, for those scammers out there that do the, the sports selling tickets is like um, – it's it's need some tickets. I, I need some tickets. They they will ask you if you can sell them tickets to them because so, so they don't get caught. It's like I need tickets. Uh, anyone has tickets? Anyone has tickets? It's, I've it's, seen that. Yeah, I, I love that. That's kind of that's very suave. They're good. The thing, the issue is, a lot of people don't know this. The Staten Island ferry is completely free. Oh. That's awesome. Wow. It's completely you free. Could have me. Getting the suckers. So there could be like websites like Staten Island wow. Ferry tickets, like group only thirty dollars, and then you get like 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 twenty tickets, and they go, "What the hell are these? You don't need these." That's like get on the boat. That's, that's like we told when we told Quincy High freshman there was a pool on the fifth floor. <laughs> <laughs> that's a scam. That's a good scam. <laughs> so for people who don't know, when they're gonna go to New York, you know, when all it's this free. is over, the Staten Island Ferry is completely free. Wow. Unless things change, that's that's smooth. I like that. that is yeah, smooth. like I almost want to make a day trip to New York. I also, see how that goes. I, also like, might just, get I just want that. to do a couple hours. Yeah, I, I, I think I'd be good at spotting out tourists and then selling tickets. Tourists, tourists <laughs> have a little stand. Um, this is a really sad one. This happens to. I'm so sorry. This happens to a lot of people. It's um, either someone claiming to be the government or someone who claims to be like, say, if you. There's something wrong with your computer and you just call or go to a website and they shut down your computer or it's the government calling you and they say, we'll unlock your computer or you owe a lot of money to the IRS. I'm mm -hmm. holding my hand up in the phone fashion and we can help you out. You just have to give us money and then we'll put it into your account. And a lot of people do fall for this. And here's the telltale sign. One, if it's like – if it's the CIS – not CIS. If it's the – the money one. IRS. The IRS, or it's the Secret Service or the federal government. The federal government does not call you on the phone. Yeah. If you are in trouble with your taxes, they will, put, they will send you a letter in the mail. So that's something to watch out for. And they don't want direct payment. Like they don't want checks. They don't want cash. They want gift cards. Like you go to like Target or you go to like – you get the vanilla card or you get like an AMC or a Red Lobster. You buy and you read it off to them and you wire transfer the money. A lot of people fall for this. Really? Yeah. A lot of people fall Suckers. for this. It sounds a lot like the one that you told earlier about your brother. Oh, but yeah. I, I could see the government if someone's pretending to be the government calling. Yeah, I mean – I could see people falling for that for sure. All you have to do is find out if someone – oh, like they put on Facebook, oh, I just dropped off my taxes for the first time today. You just end up calling them, 
hey, we just got your taxes. Uh, there's been a mistake. Your TurboTax was wrong. You actually owe $1,200. Well, that's a mistake. Well, if you don't pay this, you're obviously going to go to jail. We can help you that. You can wire us money at this account. We have to use uh, Venmo or PayPal because, unfortunately, it is illegal to have these. Like They can say something so like that. past the time of tax season or whatever. Yeah. So that's something to definitely watch out for, especially if they want gift cards. Because someone I know, this some, this happened to someone I know, where they called, where they something was wrong with their computer, and they went on this website, and the website was able to like, oh, you have to download this web this application so we can have access to your computer. You download it, they shut down your computer, they completely lock Sketchy. it, and the only way for you to unlock it is to start rubbing off the codes for all those uh, iTunes gift cards. That's awful. So be on the lookout awful. for that. And the best thing you can do, hang up. Because mm-hmm. hang up the phone. Because yeah. literally, if I if don't I, pick up random numbers, on yeah, exactly. In general, That's but a good they, business practice. They spoof too. Like they were able to. Everyone knows spoofing, right? I don't. Know. Basically, they can make up a computer program that changes your caller ID. You could say like Langley, Virginia, or Washington oh, yeah, D.C. Yeah. So please watch out for that. And if they say, "Well, the government's going to come and arrest you," come and get me. Speaking of phone I like calls, I got actually a side note scam. Did you guys ever use prankdial.com back no. in the day? No. It's basically, you can do it yourself. You could, like, mess up numbers. You're not going to make James call Mike and stuff like that. Uh, but there was a few, like, templates where it was like, you know, hi, this is uh, so-and-so. And then the, there was specific, like, times it would wait. I did one to my mother once back when I was a little kid. And uh, it was like, hi, this is the, uh, you know, the FBI or whatever. And uh, they were like, Based on our research, we found on your uh, your home desktop computer over nine thousand illegally downloaded songs, uh, you know, totaling to over you know not like eighty five thousand dollars in damages. But basically, like some official thing. And the funniest thing is, you could record the call and then you can listen to it back. So you know, I remember being a little kid, like I think it was with my sister <laughs> doing so it, funny. and then it was just like, hi, like you know, we downloaded this thing. My mom just goes. <gasps> Oh shit! <laughs> Hangs up, and then like I get a call like ten minutes later, like freaking out, and I didn't tell her it then. So she comes home, and then obviously I tell her, I start laughing, like haha, whoopsh, smacks me in the back of my head. Was not did not think it was funny in the slightest. And thinking back on it, it was very mean to do, but in the moment, it was probably the funniest thing because my mom was very gullible. I, I won uh, most gullible in high school. And this is- I'm a prime time rec- recruit <laughs> for those perfect oh, yeah. scheme tickets. And this it was is, good times. They're called the Mark. Yeah, it was a good Mark. <laughs> what was he gonna say? And this is back in like the early two thousands, mid two thousands, where everyone was downloading music up. Oh internet. yeah, LimeWire was everybody rampant. was doing it. There's this one called the Hot Car Hustle, and I bring this up because it's been hot the past couple of days, maybe even weeks. But a lot of this usually happens in like Texas or Florida, Arizona, California, places where it's hot. Usually, they do this at like a shopping mall. They'll have people like coming out with like their their baskets or they're like going into their cars like they're about to put their stuff away and someone's making a whole thing it actually reminds me a lot of yours where oh my god i I can't find my keys i can't find my husband my my dog or my baby's like in the car and it draws like a huge crowd and everyone's freaking out and then usually out of the miracle the person arrives before 911 does and all is saving all is forgotten and then you go back to your cart or your car and you find out your shit's been stolen that's slick I have like I'm like it's really dirty because 
Um, you, you're playing with people's emotions again on how, oh my god, this dog is in danger, this baby's in danger. Yeah. How could this happen? We got to help this poor person. And then you find out when you think you did the right thing, all oh, your shit's been stolen. Like, you, that say if you, awful. if you left your cell phone in your car, or like, say you just bought like an iPad for your son for his birthday, just gone. See ya. It's been been pilfered. I feel like that's why we have to answer that question you asked earlier that we didn't answer. What does it take to be like? Who is the scammer? Like, what goes into a scammer? Because they're fucked up people. Mm-hmm. That, that's like Gotta literally be somewhat of a low life. Not to say it's, you know you kind of oh, yeah, like yeah. fell into the scheme. Oh, I thought I was helping people. But, I really uh, did. <laughs> I believed in my cause. But yeah, stuff like that where you just straight up robbing people. Uh yeah, you got to be a low life to do that shit. Oh yeah, and That's you also like if you're if you're the one that like implements these things, you got to be slick. You got to be approachable. You have oh, to yeah. give off the air of honesty and trust, and then it then it hurts more for people when I yeah. trusted that guy. This one sounds like so much fun. This scam. It's called the Jam Auction. I don't know if it's illegal in in the the U.S. or not. It's really it's the Jam Auction. What happens is. It involves don't get any ideas, you two. Okay, I'm, I'm Antonio, Antonio, I don't think you know, but our potential podcast slash um, group that we do for the streaming of uh, certain sport, sporting events is nicknamed Jam. So you saying that right now has us kind of Light sweating a bit. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. For some reason, I wrote it. On, I wrote it in the notes. The happy auction because the word happy is very important. So I guess we'll call it the happy auction. No, keep it Jam. Yeah. <laughs> so what? What is it? So it involves a truck. And you, you have this truck full of all these wonderful things like plasma screen TVs, Wii's, PlayStation 4s, like a lot of like really expensive stuff you see in the back. And you have two salespeople, three, because one person's in the crowd. And basically what it is, is it's, it's an auction. What will happen is they'll start off with something. We have this beautiful like pen that is often sold, given as gifts to executives, and it usually goes for like you know like maybe like nineteen ninety nine. We're going to sell it to you for a dollar, and it's a really nice pen. It's got the nice case, and you know people buy it. Say like they sell like maybe like twelve pens, yeah, and they go, "Who's happy? Who's happy with their purchase?" And then like everyone's like, "Woo!" They want you to say, "I'm happy, I'm happy," and then everyone who's happy, they get their money back. So then everyone gets their money back. So they move on to something else. Like they'll be like, "Folks, this is a this is a men's shaving kit and a lady shaving kit. It's got everything you need. This usually goes for a same like 19.99. We're going to do this today for $5." And then people would buy it and then they would say, "Who's happy with their purchase? Say you're happy with your purchase, everyone." Get the money back. Yeah, yeah. they I'm happy. Then they give their money I'm back happy. again. They get their money back again. Then they move up to like $8, $10, even $20, $50. And they keep going up and up and up because people, they get their money back and they're expecting to get like a TV for like a hundred bucks or like a new iPhone for like 200 bucks. And the thing is like, say, oh, like say like you just made 50 bucks. You go, who's happy? Everyone's happy. If you're happy, we're happy. You shut the fucking door of the truck and you fucking go. You're done. Damn. And here's the thing. I know James looking at me skeptically. Well, how could this happen? How are people making this money? A lot of the things that they buy are bought wholesale and are very, very cheap. Like glassware can be made very cheap. Pens can be made on the cheap. And a lot of the stuff could be only worth like 20 bucks and you'd paid like 50 bucks for them. Mm -hmm. It looks 
really interesting because I always think auctions. I got, are like really I fun. almost want to go to one. You got to be a team be too. There. You got to get. You got to get. Keep the energy going. Yeah, you I want to be to. I want to go to a jam auction. <laughs> see what the see what the vibes like in a jam. You got auction. two salesmen. You got two salesmen. One, and you got and you got the plant in the crowd. So <laughs> this one just sounds nuts. It's the fake waiter. So what'll happen is, and this is very helpful now because a lot of people are dining outdoors now. So what'll happen is you'll go into a restaurant and just chill in there. You'll have just your. Wait- I'm kind of interested in maybe being a fake waiter. This is kind of. I think I can really kill this. Yeah. Let so me, you can wear. You can teach wear. Me, teach me. You can wear. Please, if you do these, you'll probably go to jail. <laughs> and you should. You would. You would wear all black, and you just kind of wait, and you're waiting for someone to just sit outside. Once you see someone sit outside, you take two menus, you go up to them. And you say, hi, my name is, you give them a fake name, here's your menus. I've been in the service, so I know how to do that. And you would say, would anyone like anything to drink? And hopefully, if they order alcohol, that'd be really good. Yeah. And what you say is, folks, because you're sitting outside, we're going to put your credit card on a tab. We're not going to charge you, but we just need to have it on file. And they go, okay. They give you the credit card, and then you go back. You can either order the drinks for them and give it to them, but you want to get out of there as soon as possible. Oh, yeah. So once you have everything, you have to wait till it's clear. And as you're leaving, you have to make it like you are leaving on purpose. Like, and you have to tell – you yell at the restaurant, hey, can someone get these orders? I'm just about to head out to the bank real quick. I'm going to Cagney's right after this. <laughs> and then when the, <laughs> when the waiter or waitress comes, they go, oh, did anyone take an order? Oh, yeah, this guy, uh, James, took our order. There's no one here named James. But I gave him my credit card. Do you want to come in and look, see who it is? And by then, you're already gone. Yep. I'm, I wow. know what I'm doing after this podcast. Oh, my God. I saw Dude. the wheels turning before you even stopped I talking. Know. I feel like I can pull it off easy. I, I used to be somewhat of a waiter. So, I, uh, oh, wow. I feel I like, like it would that. be tough, and though, to plus, get that credit card. Coronavirus people are eating outside. It's a lot more susceptible to do that right now. Mm-hmm. Wow. Please don't, please don't do that. <laughs> don't tell me what to do. <laughs> Um, so far, I'll the sc- last two scams you've said, we've, I'll scam we've your whole agreed family. that we want to do both of them. <laughs> We're turning into scammers before our eyes. I'll scam your Awful. whole family, Antonio. Awful. I, ca- I call this scam dead flower deceit. And I think this is a lot more common. So I can't say where this, this happens everywhere. So you know how people are always selling bouquets of flowers? On the mm-hmm. side of the road and stuff like that? Yeah. You always don't know how how fresh those flowers are unless you buy them because a very common thing to do is if you have flowers and you've had them for days, you just pick the outer petals that are dead and you can make those flowers last a very long time. That's a lame one. It's lame, but it's People true. make money on Before it. Before you get to the last one, I have two scans. That well, there's three, so. Oh, three more? Oh, yeah, well, I think we're doing oh, 10. Okay. Uh, write it down. Uh, so... This one, this one sounds like a lot of fun. It requires at least three people, a woman preferably. Um, you're going to have a woman go into like a, like a jewelry store or like a nice antique shop, and she's going to pay for something in cash, something very expensive. Like it'd be like jewelry would be great. Yeah. And then there'd be two men. You got to be dressed up, very nice, very professional. This is important. And you'd follow her in. Right when she pays, you go in, FBI, Secret Service. IRS, I'm sorry. We've been following this woman for months. She's been printing counterfeit money and sending this all throughout town. We're going to need that money as evidence, and we're going to need that as evidence. Here's my card. Um, I want you to call us, and we're going to be back in two hours. We're very sorry about this, and we're going to have to take uh, all your information down. And then once you have her, you got the jewel, you got the money, get the fuck out. That's actually kind of smart. 
But it seems I'm sure enough. I'm sure jewelry stores are hip to the game, unless oh, it's like yeah, a mom yeah. and pop shop. Yeah, they know. So they you gotta get you have to get one of these small ones or like an antique shop. Because I don't I can't imagine like a pawn shop or something like yeah. that. Although antique right shops, they probably like the people working there probably seen it all, done it all. Yep. So they probably scam you. <laughs> True. This one just seems nuts. It's called James. You'll like this one. It's called the Bill Switch. So let's just say the two of you, uh, Magic Mike and James. So James, you're gonna go into a restaurant, and you're gonna have a grand old time. You're gonna get everything you want. You want a bottle of wine? The get the fix, bottle. The fixins. The fixins. Mm-hmm. You oh, get yeah. everything. Works, baby. You on. get appetizers. You get dessert. And that you know that bill's going up eighty bucks, like hundred oh, yeah. bucks. I like this one already. And then right when you're near near in the end, Mike, you're gonna go in. You're just gonna get a cup of coffee. You're gonna be on the other side of the restaurant, James. Before you leave, you gotta go to the bathroom. You take your bill, and as you're walking, you and Magic Mike are gonna switch bills. Do we know each other? Yes, huh? you're part of it. You two are part of the scam. You take your bills, James. You go to the counter. You give the money to the waitress who didn't help you. If it's especially if it's one of the restaurants where you pay at the counter, you pay for his like three bucks for coffee and then you're out. And then Magic Mike, the waitress is going to come to you. You go, oh, this sounds great, but this isn't what I ordered. You got the wrong receipt. And oh, I'm so sorry about that. And then they get you yours. So, James, you got like a meal for practically for free. And then now, Damn. Magic Mike. Can we do this at the pub after? after <laughs> yeah, we can. T- we'll oh test it. Uh, the try. pub's a tough one. Yeah, we love the pub. We well, they the know pub. you. We're, we're gonna go to China. You're gonna pick the right mark and get go to the China after the this. China, and, yeah, yeah. we'll get one. Um, yeah, you I actually, like that one. It's a good call. Good call. That's awful. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like we're just like giving these guys ammunition here. We, yeah. Please don't do this. Literally. I've seen these guys walking around with gold chains and uh, new cars. <laughs> I feel bad. I think James would like this one too. Oh no. It's called uh, the Wholesale Farmer's Market. We actually do have farmer's markets here in Quincy, and usually the farmer's markets are dedicated to, you know, farmers, but a lot of people have been known to buy produce wholesale from a restaurant and then sell them at the farmer's market at a markup. Oh, wow. So as you guys know, I had a uh, six-year stint at one of the most local famous produce stores in the world, Roxy's of Quincy. And, uh, you know, not going to go into it too much, but there was a period of time where uh, lettuce went up, went up big time money. Like, we, Roxy's a small family-owned store, like, we couldn't even get it in because it was so, it was so um, expensive. So what they, Roxy's had me do was mosey on over across the street to stop and shop. <gasps> Buy oh. 24 at a time heads of lettuce, carry on over to Roxy's, unwrap them, and then wrap them up and sell them for a profit. Wow. For 30 cents a pop. Damn. Talk about I hope scams. Roxy's doesn't listen Sounds to Sounds like this. business to me. <laughs> I uh, worked at a club that I, I at a cl- club I used to work at. They, uh, and they sold vegetables? Gray goose bottles. They took shit vodka and put them uh, in. I mean, that's extremely that's disgusting. illegal. Uh-oh. That makes me angry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's awful. Because they're selling those Grey Goose bottles for thousands. Oof. It's like at that, at a, for a table, you know? At a table. And those motherfuckers like a... aren't noticing. They don't notice that. No. Everyone's already drunk anyway. Wow. That's a scam and a half. I think that, yeah, New Year, they didn't do it all the time. It was like New Year's Eve. They'd be like, we got a lot of amateurs. They're always busy. You know, the amateurs. They might have done it more than New Year's Eve, but definitely New Year's Eve. I specifically poured the shit vodka into the Grey Goose. Wow. I was that's like, awful. But I, only because I was told to. 
Yeah. I would, yeah, you know. I mean, you don't want to get fired. Yeah. And I tried to call. This is true. I For weeks, I've been trying to contact the Department of Agriculture to see if this was illegal in Massachusetts because it's illegal in California. They would not answer my calls. Ooh. I think because they're more concerned about the seeds coming in from China. Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah, those are some very iconic scams that uh, we learned about. And I actually have some bad news for you guys. What? One of these scams I just completely made Is up. Is this podcast? No. <laughs> one of these scams I just completely made up. Oh, really? Which one do you think it was? So I'll go over them again. So the wholesale farmer's market, the bill switch, the IRS phone call, uh, dead flower deceit where they just pick off the pedals, the fake waiter, the jam auction, the hot car hustle. Um, hot the, car hustle. The – what was I going to say? The – the agent counterfeit money, Staten Island Ferry, and black money. One of these things is total absolute bullshit that I just made up. I'm guessing hot car hustle. And why would you say that? Hmm. Just didn't really add up to me. Again, I had a long weekend at the Cape, so <laughs> I'm going to say the uh, Staten Island Ferry. I could see that very well. Like if you were just like, yeah, it's free. I'd be like, yeah, it is. But if then if you're like, no, nah, it's a ferry. You got to charge to get on. I'd be like, okay, so makes sense. That, that sounds real. Sounds real to me. So, uh, wait, that means we're, that we're picking the. We're picking he up. made one up, like one of these. I made one of these scam. So he's saying, yeah, he thinks that. I think he lied. I think he was yeah. like, oh, oh, Antonio lied. Yeah, about maybe that he was trying to scam me. Oh, I think the jam auctions fake. That 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 one seems ridiculous. I, yeah. So I have jam auction, hot car hustle, and stand on ferry. James, you're right. That hot car hustle is absolute bullshit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow, I was listening wow. to that. I'm like that sounds ridiculous. That was I know I had to like prolong it. I'm like I gotta make it sound real. But everything else, every other scam I've listed has something that has been happening. So you're a scam, a little bit. A little bit. He's trying his <laughs> hand. Uh, Not too shabby. So yeah, that's um been these scams. So Two scams I gotta shout out that yeah, Again, please do. I was not really. I know you've been sitting on. I haven't been too. I was not prepared to hop on this on MMR talks today, even though I'm very grateful and proud to do so. Um, very happy to have you. So one scam quickly, I'm going to shout out. Um, do you guys, you guys remember the website askpeter.com? No. Yeah, I yeah. do. So it's kind of, I mean, it's prank scam. It's a, it's a prank actually. I it's like a, vaguely remember that. It's, you can basically just really fuck with people by just a press of the button and making them believe that uh, this website is like all natural and can predict the future. So it's kind of more of a prank, but one scam uh, that involves money, and it's universally known, and I guarantee I'm freaking right because I am I, I don't use this product. I never have, and I don't have it. Chapstick is an absolute scam. Thing is, once you start using Chapstick, yeah, it makes your lips more chapped. You're going to have to buy more and more Chapstick. So it's a scam. Forget Chapstick. Fight it out, get over it, and do not add chapstick because you're gonna your, your lips are gonna get more chapped. More chapped. And fair, like I have not used chapstick Ever. in years. Ever. I'm not chapped. Yeah. Some Fuck, people you might be right. Some people, wow. maybe some people more blessed than others, but I really think that chapstick just makes your lips more chapped. And why would they? Again, that's it. Kind of goes back to the the whole theory of like if they had the cure to cancer, would they really give it out? Because all of the money and and things that go behind treatment and all and all these programs and and and, and, and nursing and, te- and 
medical research. Like, chapstick is so small compared to cancer. Right, right. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, I, I, I'm more talking about grand government, like, mm-hmm. things of, like, really, like, do, do they not have the whole Oh, we can do cure. it. Have you done a conspiracy theory topic? Have you, well, if we'll I get, ever come back on this we'll show, get bring there me on eventually. for that one. That does sound like another episode. But chapstick, forget it. Get off it if you can. I if not, that. you're already hooked. I buy, that's a scam. I think it's a scam. I agree. So what do we use instead? I'm saying you have to either, if you find yourself with chap lips, just Don't fight kiss anybody. Just fight it. Yeah. I mean, like, I kind of lick Get my lips. Water. There's other re- There's other ways besides chapstick. But once you start chapping, you're going to you're gonna be fapping. Because, <laughs> oh, my God. You, you're going to be stuck. You're going to jerk off <laughs> your chap, chap lips. In a sense, yeah. <laughs> Awful. I like it. Cherry I'm against I'm against chapstick. That's that's my my two cents. Speaking of two cents, let's talk about our fun question. Okay. It's got nothing to do with two cents. So I want to read this <laughs> off. Uh, oh, this is sorry. Um, so, considering with everything that's going on right now, uh, Mount Rushmore, you know, the famous iconic mm-hmm. American icon mountain, has recently come under a lot of scrutiny. We're not going to get too much into that. So. It reminded me a lot of an essay that we wrote in seventh grade for Miss Loftus. Shout out to Janet Loftus, the principal of Beechwood Knoll Elementary. Jesus. Yeah. Shout out. Rising up the ranks. Shout out. Time goes so fast. And uh, so in seventh grade, basically the question we had was, which four personal icons that you have would you uh, immortalize in Mount Rushmore? So uh, I know – you guys are going to think a little bit, so take the time you want. Bo, do you have your four, or do you want me to go? Or? You can go first. I'll go okay. second. Okay. So I have four people, and I, f- I feel a little bad because I'm a person of color, and they're all white, but they're, they're my heroes, so shut up. Uh, number one would be obvious, um, the person who helped me redefine who I am as an entertainer and the way that I see myself in comparison to others is uh, fucking Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga all right, all right. means and meant so much to me growing up. I seen that up. coming. Yeah. <laughs> what? I seen that coming. Oh yeah, obviously that's like probably the, the easiest one on there. But Lady Gaga, she'd be where she'd be where Washington is. She's right, she'd be the biggest one. Um, another one I love is uh, my boy. I'm trying to see if the sign yeah, the sign's gone. It would be my a friend of mine who kind of lifted me and showed me how the world works and a lot of the way that i see how things are in the world and in our country i want to change it for the better and it's gonna be my boy bernie sanders hey yo i fucking love bernie sanders and even though he's been kind of beaten to the ground the past couple months i still love him i think he's a courageous guy i read his book and uh he means a lot to me and i got to see him at uh in boston uh before we uh, got our ass kicked in uh super tuesday um george lucas of the granddaddy of star wars star wars was kind of the big franchise that i got into in like my late kid years early preteens, and it's something that i still love to this day like out of all like the things that i know about as a self-proclaimed nerd it's probably pokemon Yu-Gi-Oh, and star wars i fucking love star wars and it all came from this guy who sounds like this and um, George Lucas is someone I really admire, and I really hope we'll be able to get him back in charge at uh, Lucasfilm. And uh, my last one is a guy that I've talked about on the show before, um, Brian K. Vaughn. He's a comic book writer. He's written Pride of Baghdad, 
Why the Last Man, uh, Saga, United We Stand, a lot of uh, Paper Girls, a lot of stuff that I've read and loved. And he has kind of reinvigorated my love for writing because I didn't know that I had it in me to be like a good writer because I took multiple multiple writing classes when I was in college and I had a lot of great people kind of guiding me to how I do it. Mm -hmm. But Brian K. Vaughn is someone who says you can do it. Like a lot of these folks guided me to the ability and then he's kind of like that last guy says like I know you're great and I've never personally met him. Come on our show. And he's got some great stuff that I admire and those are my four people that I would put him at Rushmore. Gaga, Bernie, George and uh, Brian. I Who's got next? my four. I know my four. First this is really foremost. hard. First, so this, this is, is Matt hard. Rushmore of this shit, of you. This people. This yeah. All right, I'll start it off. Uh, I'd put Drake up there. Uh, he's been the soundtrack to my life for like like ten years now. Um, many great moments, many low moments. There's his voice has you know carried me through a lot of things. Had a great time at many of his concerts. So I'd say Drake first and foremost. Uh, then I'd say Michael Scott. Um, Fuck. he would definitely Fuck. be number two. Uh, <laughs> I've laughed probably for hours and hours and hours just at some of the stuff he said, and still to this day, he makes me laugh. So, Michael Scott, uh, then I put Tom Brady up there. Uh, he has brought me so much joy in the last 20 years of, well, of his career in Boston, even now, like I'm excited to see, but Tom Brady definitely. Uh, and the last one would be my Nana. I put my Nana up there. That's a good rush one mm-hmm. right there. And that goes without saying. My Nana is the greatest. <laughs> of course. <Fuck>. James, Mike. <laughs> oh, my God. We can do repeats. It's fine. I'll go Kanye. Okay. Oh, sh- oh. Wow. Hey, I like his controversial controversiality. Mm-hmm. I- I've loved him from the beginning. Ups and downs, bipolar, mental health, everything. If he says good or bad, I don't really waver because I just know he's like, his brain's on another level. I like his creative brain, and he's a madman, and there's something cool about it. So he's up there. I always follow him, even after when people are hating him. I believe that that dude knows what he's doing. Yes, sir. Easy. I will copy Michael Scott. I wasn't gonna, but I wasn't even thinking of him. But that, like, I literally go to bed to his voice. <laughs> he's my lullaby. <laughs> I truly treat him as a role model. Like I'm trying to be that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Like if I owned a business, I would try and run it efficiently and make money as much as being like him as I could because he's the man he, he, everyone loves Michael oh, Scott yeah. mm-hmm. shit I feel like I have to pick a girl Rachel Starr no <laughs> you uh, can pick Rachel Starr no 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 this Mind is you, tough for generations and generations I get it. this is about Rushmore of your personal four favorite people or it, it influences oh, who do you like who to, who's meant so much to you? Oh. It could be like someone you see as an icon. I know Bo put his uh, grandmother up there. And I just put four people who were kind of important to how I see myself now okay. as an adult. And who have been guiding me to the direction of who Antonio Acoeli is. Okay. I'll shut on my mom then. We'll throw my mom up hey. there. Cancer right. survivor, fighter, you know. Or you got one more Puts spot. up with all my shit. So she'll, she deserves to be up there. And then... I'll probably put put uh, Gutterballs, this this football character guy that has meant a lot to my life, a lot to the Triple M management success, Magic Mike management success that I've had. He's he's an electric human. He's someone you need to be around constantly, and that's he's got to be on the Mount Rushmore. Hell yeah! 
Well, now it's my turn. Um, I'm with you, and thank God you said it. Uh, Kanye West, yeah, absolutely. Um, just my favorite song ever is Runaway. Um, and just uh, growing up, and obviously, like, na- nowadays, it's it's tough defending him, and, and it, it's hard to see what he's going through mentally, it seems like. And that's a whole other story, but his music and his his drive and ego just really resonates with me. Uh, number two, Will Ferrell. Comedic timing, just all around, like basically how I try to be funny, um, is all from Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell too kind of dives into my third one, who he had a famous character named Ashley Schaefer. Goes into my love of pro wrestling. Oh, it's it's cool. Ric Flair is number three. Ric Flair styling, profiling, limousine riding, jet flying, kiss stealing, wheel and dealing, son of a gun. It, it's just the the life I wish I could live, um, and and it hopefully will live. So, uh, Ric Flair, Will Ferrell, Kanye West. Ah, number four is tough. K- Katy Perry. <laughs> <laughs> I had a long stretch of like, I, I must have masturbated to, to California oh, Girls. Oh my God. California Girls, like, numerous times. <laughs> Maybe not Katy Perry. Let me, let me brainstorm. Maybe Shlomo. Like, Shlomo is. Shlomo is a go. Shlomo being my best friend of the years, and, and, and now I think even recently, like, is kind of my. Is kind of my guiding light with with hey. uh, creative creative creativity and and, and happiness because a lot of I have to be grateful for a lot of what he's done for me. So I appreciate that. Maybe shout, out, shout out Shlomo. Maybe not Katy Perry, just because I've. Well, thank you for sharing that. Yeah. With us. Well, I mean that that, that video is amazing. So uh, I'm just throwing this at Shlomo because I it's, it'd be I think it's an interesting question, Shlomo. Yeah. Um, and I don't think we'll get offended. Who do you think should be on the Mount Rushmore of Mass Music Radio. Who are the four most important people oh, wow. who helped build this organization? I know I'm not going to be on it. I was only here in December. So. Uh, you. I'd say Seamus, most, most definitely. Uh, Seamus, Chris. Uh, Let's do one more. I think you deserve that last spot. Seamus, Chris. You. Myself, you. I guess. There it is. <laughs> and uh, I'll go with Lincoln is. Um, and the last one is hard to say. Um, Banksy. No, no chance. <laughs> Scooby. No. Uh, it's hard to say because that's a variable. I mean, there's been so many people that have helped this journey. Granted, Seamus and Chris have been here since the, the very, beginning. very, very beginning. Um, the founders. The founders. But in many ways, a lot of people who are, are working with me now have been with me from the very beginning, I'd not just mass music. I give it to Garfield. Lionheart. Yeah. I think he's probably the, the number one. Garfield and then Jackson is an honorable mention. Andy is honorable. Your yourself, Steel, Naz, all the boys, Antonio. Like oh, thank yeah, you. that fourth spot's hard. I yeah, think, I think that I couldn't. Like, I couldn't like round it out. Honestly, I think it should just be like a mirror that just says you. It could be one of those billboards that like <laughs> this could be you. Changes. This could yeah, be you. This could be you. This could be you. I'm just picturing that mountain. Just everyone's just face. What if? Why does that have to be mirror? four? What if we do a new Mount Rushmore? The quarries. Just put mad like small ones, dude. That'd be we sick. Could. I I want to be uh, the the big uh, what's that what's that phrase um the big the colossus no what's the the something is you what what is that oh, conscious you, matter you are, yeah you are conscious matter and instead of that it's just our m- my face <laughs> <laughs> um, so um, before we go uh, let's give up some recommendations to our listeners and actually this ties in to what we were talking about scams earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, I want you folks at home to and everyone here to go on YouTube yep. and 
Look at two. I have two because they're related to what we're doing. I want you to look up CBC Marketplace. That's the Canadian broadcast company Marketplace. And it's a show about a, ser- a uh, group of journalists and investigators that talk about scams that happen in Canada. Ooh. And a lot, I think one of the, 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 uh, the farmer's market scam that I talked about, that came from that show. So it's a really great show. They, re- they did one about, uh, diploma mills. They did one about a uh, moving company scams. They did one about, uh, chicken the cbc you said yeah cbc marketplace so check that out and the other show is actually where i got let's see uh black money uh counterfeit money the jam auction the fake waiter and the bill switch five of the 10 that i named all came from this show it's called the real hustle it's from the uk and you can find a lot of their clips on YouTube, it's I think they're I think they're all Irish. Scamming is big in the UK. Yeah, and they talk about like they showed how to do like a how to how to pickpocket people. Mm-hmm. One of the videos that I saw that freaked me out was they did the scam where they have a guy in a suit with a tag that says uh, "manager" waiting outside of a hotel room, and he's telling people, "Oh, we're going to be changing our locks, so can I just have your keys?" And then he scans the keys and he has all the information on like a phone or a computer. And he sends all the information on to a blank card that has the room info now. So he goes in their rooms and like jacks their shit. Damn. Damn. So the real hustle and CBC Marketplace, if you want to look up on these scams and how they're done, and you can actually watch a jam auction in progress, and they did it there. So I think they're two great shows, and uh, watch them, especially uh, CBC Marketplace, because America doesn't give a shit about their consumers and what happens to them. Nope. I got a recommendation. Uh, yeah. uh, I was going to do a different one, but I'll switch it up. I recommend watching Shiro's Story. Uh, What's that about? It's a, uh, it's a three-part YouTube series, and uh, it's based in the UK. And it's about this money man. Um, basically, this guy gets wrapped up in the drug game. I don't want to go too far into it, but basically, the story is told... Like he's rapping while he um, tells a story, but then it you know it kind of breaks away and there's actual like there's scenes. It's it's a very like intertwined story, uh, and by the end of it, man, watch all three parts. It's probably the best thing I've seen in the last five years. No, you say the last five years, but this came out a while ago. So why? And I just you, got hip to it. You showed me this a couple of years ago. I know. No, I showed you like last year. Yeah, but you, you that's relatively what, the that's, listeners don't know. Not many people know about this. No, no, fair enough. But, okay, fair but the reason I've why I bring it up it. is because I was telling uh, my friend Alex and his girl like to watch like uh, I, I can't remember the exact name of it, but it's sort of like sing songy, uh, kind of like a musical type of thing. And I recommended it. Yes, I was like, "Yo, you guys should watch Shiro's story." And then I watched it again last night. I was like, "Yo, this is." Incredible. I, you, you showed me it like a year ago. And that's why I was kind of surprised you brought it up because mm-hmm. I had I did completely forget about it, and it is really good. But also, there's a part of it that makes me laugh really hard. Um, What's one? Uh, unintentionally funny, but it's just like he, he they get he gets really dramatic at one certain part, and yeah. it's, it and it's it it kind of cracked me up. And I remember like you showed me it, and it's a lo- kind of a long long uh, part video. Mm-hmm. I, I suggest it too. It is really good. Um, but my suggestion. Let's hear it. My highly recommendation is there uh, we go is a uh, is uh, a little something called the Road Dogs Football League. <laughs> All right. So again, 
we're in this time quarantining or or yeah we're still in this pandemic and they could come back and we might have to lock down soon and i joined this thing uh it's a twitter uh group related around college football you all you gotta do is make a twitter become any kind of character you want follow the road dogs on twitter at road dogs underscore and you will see all of uh the people that create their content and you can decide to which team you want to join and it's a, a very fun time interactive time you'll you'll meet people you'll you'll create friendships um and again uh, if you want to if you if sports go if sports aren't guaranteed to come back i mean i know there's someone back now but they could easily fall off just like that if you need your fix you can watch some sim games on twitch and see your character perform on Saturdays, so Road Dogs Football League. I'm Gutter Balls. I'm accompanied by Magic Mike, who's a part of it too. It's a very fun time. If you have time to kill, if you're on Twitter, if you like the tweeting, if you like to be, if you're already online a lot, I highly suggest it. Yeah, I'll back that. I, like this weekend, especially like we we called it like recruiting weekend because we're currently in the middle of seasons and we're getting recruited to a new college. It's been madness. Like it's been a week. Of straight madness. He's been on like four teams. I'm his manager, also a football player. Highly recommend. You meet a lot of really cool people, and that's why I recommend it. And a lot of cool moments happen. Sounds like a nice, like tight knit community. It can get out of bounds at some points, but yeah, like people (laughs) do get they get kicked out. Oh wow! If you start, yeah, because you know some people just start spewing their freaking shit. But Mm -hmm. uh, I'll recommend. I think I was blabbering about it on the Sands Inn. No, I won't. Cape Cod re- yeah, I'll recommend the Sands Inn as, <laughs> as a good place to stay in the hotel if you're ever in the South Yarmouth area. Solid, but yeah, I, I'm recommending Think and Grow Rich. I haven't read a book in years, and I picked that book up recently, two weeks ago. It's a fucking good book, but Can I think it's like necessary it? reading. I got like four more, four more principles I got to learn. Gotcha. Fifty, we'll say forty pages left. So I'm, it's in, but it's a quickly. That, yeah, so it's it quickly makes your brain work a lot differently. So I recommend it for self-help people. You can give it to me after you're done. Yeah, I'll get. Uh, I think if you read it and you know what you want to do with things, it gives you the pathway and the rules to live by. So it's helping me. That's dope. Just very quickly, um, when uh, Shlomo and James were talking, James said the, something. He said the last five years. And then in my head, I'm like, ah, yes. Jason Robert Brown's best work. Who? It's a musical. Oh, okay. It's like what? It's musical. It's a good, good show. Okay. Um, I'm sure. Uh, the, I'm sure the musical fans will will love that. Oh, I'm sure they will. Um, uh, anything? Have anyone have anything to promote? Um, obviously, uh, all the great stuff on Mass Music Radio. You can check out. You can uh, rewatch and you can binge all the other. Well, re-listen um, episodes of MMR Talks, and you can also check out my show. Remember, one of the 2010s hosted by me, Antonio Wakawelli. Safe sex. <laughs> Are you promoting I, or are you dissing yeah. it? <laughs> I was you're supposed to promote it, but I'm also I added the fart noise to diss it, so yeah. Yeah, it sounded <laughs> like you were poo-pooing it. Mind <laughs> yeah. the pun. Man's wishy washy over there. No jimmies. Jimmy doesn't <laughs> use jimmies. I'm sorry. Oh my god. Uh, anyone else got anything they we'll wanna promote? Stealing as always. Yeah, stealing as. Gotta promote it. Bro Dog yes, Football League, promote it. Promote it better than that. Stealing as best sports podcast, mass <laughs> music radio's pioneer sports podcast. We've we give you the best in sports. There's no one even coming close to us. We yeah, have the I don't best do sp- guests, best interviews, electric content, always. Oh, yeah. 
yeah, I'm not touching those sports shows. So they they got it. They got, got that lane. They got, got it on lock, baby. Yes, sir. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you all for uh, joining us in the studio, Magic Mike, James. Yeah, thank, thank you, you guys thank for you coming. Guys. James, it's good to always have you. It's finally good to be with, sit down with Magic Mike. It was nice to sit down and with Shlomo, you, Antonio. Shlomo, always. Shlomo. just want to say you're welcome to the listeners. All right. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening, and uh, we'll catch you next time on MMR Talks. Uh, watch out for those scams. Peace. Watch yes. out for those scams. <laughs>